Hello everyone, and welcome back to the Damien Box Wrestling Podcast. This is episode 95, we're five away from 100, and let me tell you, there'll be a couple guests on the way. Uh, today I'm talking to you about a woman who's been a Paul Heyman guy. What? Uh, Mike Bennett sounds in for the NWA World Heavyweight Championship. Brock Lesnar being a free agent. Interesting. He's going back to the Ridway. Wade Barrett signed a new WWE contract. Uh, but this time, it isn't all about the bad news. Uh, another added name to the list of former Evolve wrestlers signing with WWD. Uh, WWE and more with another important raise. AOP releasing from WWE. Not WWE news. Uh, Matt Hardy being released from Hospital. Wrestlers talking about the Twitch ban. Uh, Sage Beckett talking about her WWE experience. A Miz and who he wants to win the belt from. Uh, Booker T talks Brock Lesnar possibly signing with AEW. A wrestler profile on Vader Scott and a little bit more. Uh, so. But in case you forgot, ladies and gentlemen, I have recorded a lot of podcasts tonight. My phone is killing me. But let's get through this. I am the cheese on your burger, your favorite wrestler's favorite podcast, the Iris Cannon, the physical embodiment of Red Tea Biscuits, the Bono of wrestling podcasting, the most entertaining man in Derry, Mr. Iris Canarana, Demo Podcast, the 20 minute man, the main event. I've sent a few decent tweets, the king of podcasts. The Beast, Demo Craig. But first up, Roman, <coughs> Roman Reigns is a Paul Heyman guy. So for the past weeks, you've had Roman returning at SummerSlam. You had Roman aligning himself with Paul Heyman on SmackDown. Roman winning the Universal title with Paul Heyman by his side. This is Roman Reigns' best walk. Uh, Roman Reigns is a heel. It's something we've all wanted for a years now since he split from the shield Roman Reigns as a heel is what's best for business and it's just absolutely brilliant, he's just a prick uh, coming in halfway through the title match at SummerSlam uh, was it SummerSlam? might have been SummerSlam, come out with whatever the paper, payback, I think it was payback winning the belt uh, coming, coming halfway through the tag match the shield went from his cousin just absolutely brilliant and Paul Heyman doesn't even have to be a voice uh, uh, a voice for Roman because Roman can cut a good heel promo but Paul being by his side is absolutely even better and just oh, just having Roman as a heel is Roman Reigns best walk it really really is it's just absolutely brilliant and I'm so happy Roman didn't lose the title anytime soon. He definitely said this is Jay fucking Uso or Jimmy Uso or Naomi Uso. I don't know what Uso it is, but um, oh, it's just absolutely brilliant for Roman Reigns and him being allowed to pull him in while Brock Lesnar is figuring out what he's doing for his life is absolutely brilliant. Next up, Mike Bennett will challenge for the NWA title. Yes, yeah, so the upcoming NWA event. I think it's NWA Prime Time. Could be wrong. Michael Bennett, formerly known as Michael Canellis in the WWE, he should have been more. Uh, Mike Bennett is going to challenge Nick Ordis for the NWA World Heavyweight title. And it's just oh, brilliant. I love Michael Bennett. He was, I think a lot of people will accept that his best walk was in Ring of Honor alongside Adam Cole, baby, Matt Taven, and his beautiful wife, Maria Canellis, as the kingdom. 
Uh, just oh, this is one of the best heel factions there ever has been, and my favourite heel faction outside the WWE and WCW. Uh, just absolutely brilliant. The Kingdom, the old Kingdom of Michael, Adam, and uh, Matt and Maria oh, is way better than Matt, Vinny, and TK, and it's just the truth, and you understand. Everyone knows it's the truth. Uh, but yeah, Michael Bennett finally getting back to wrestling. The thing that he is so fucking good at. And uh, I'm going to challenge the NWA title. And if anyone, if anyone, should take the belt off Nick Otis. Like, Nick Otis has been a fucking 400, maybe 500 day world champion. If anyone's going to defeat that legacy, that legacy of the belt. And put themselves back on the list. Back on the mark of professional wrestling. It should be Nick Otis. Uh, yeah, not Nick Otis. Mick Bennett. <sighs> Next, Brock Lesnar is a free agent. So, I'll talk very shortly on this, but Brock Lesnar's contract if WWE expired. Um, what I think is going to happen, he is going to sign with WWE. He's not going to AEW, he's not going to MMA. Him and Vince are like a bad couple, they part for a little bit and then find each other back again, fall in love all over again. It's the same old, same old cycle. But I promise you, Brock Lesnar is coming back to WWE, and I know that's going to be like, ugh, Brock. But he brings money. If anything that Brock Lesnar does, SB makes Vince McMahon a shit ton of money. So, Brock being in WWE for a financial thing is a good thing. Brock being in WWE for making new stores, horrible. Trust me. Uh, next, Raid Barrett signs a new double double D contract. Wade Barrett obviously was on NXT commentary for NXT Super Tuesday 1 and 2. And uh, yep, he has now signed a full on WWE contract as a commentator. And if anyone deserves a puss, if anyone deserves one more chance at the limelight, then it is Wade. Bad news, Barrett. He is brilliant and he's, oh, he's just great, isn't he? Wade Barrett deserves all of the, all of, all of the world titles. Put the WWE Ultimate title on him. Let's see. Just, if, anyone, if anyone just got fucked over by booking, if anyone just saw the World Title, so then it is Raid Barrett. I bet the Nexus back. I absolutely love the Nexus. No, they're gone now, but Tony about to be using it the Nexus. Don't. Uh, next, and gentlemen, we can add another name to the list of former Evolve stores who have signed developmental deals with WWE. PW Insider reports that former Evolve Tag Team Champion Joe Gacy has signed a deal with the company and is the final Evolve talent expected to be signed right now. WWE have also signed four former Evolve talents to the developmental deals, including Josh Briggs, Anthony Green, Brandy Lauren, and Kurt Stallion. They join, this is where they join, Leon Ruff, who was signed last month when WWE bought the rights to Evolve. They had plans to sign several of their company's wrestlers to developmental deals. Now, no, I'm very tired, as you can tell, and this has been my sword podcast that I've recorded, so I am butchered, but Evolve, Evolve Wrestling, Evolve Wrestling has always, always, always been a stepping stone for WWE. Evolve Wrestling was never different. Evolve Wrestling was never special. Evolve Wrestling never had these great, great moments. Evolve Wrestling has always been and always will be a stepping stone to a bigger company. The guy that owns Evolve, or the guy that owned Evolve, 
best friends with Paul Heyman. Who does Paul Heyman work for? WWE. Evolve is never special. Evolve will never be special. Evolve is just not a special, special company. And it's just... Anyone. I go through the list of Evolve champions. WWE superstars right now. Evolve has never been special. It has just been a stepping stone to WWE. Evolve was basically NXT four years ago. And too many people are afraid to admit that. Next, WWE and Mauro Ronello has parted ways. So, yep, WWE and Mauro Ronello, the Mama Mia guy, have parted ways. And that's sad. I love Mauro. And we're not going to speak much on this because there's a lot of get through in him to aid. But, uh, Mauro Ronello, absolutely brilliant. Probably the best commentator of WWE in his time. Very underappreciated. I just love the guy. And, um, oh, it just sucks, doesn't it? The guy was great. The guy was absolutely brilliant. Um, I just love him. I just love him. Next up, AOP has been released from WWE. Another release. Uh, AOP. Obviously, the last time they were seen, they were part of Seth Rollins' uh, I Am God stable. And, uh, yeah, injuries just fucked them, didn't they? Um, they got injured a lot. AOP kind of... They were the main people in Seth's stable. It them, Seth, and then, obviously, Buddy joined, and then... Uh, the other guy joined him, not gonna mention because he's a scumbag. Um, see, injuries is really hard. AOP, they're gonna be something bigger, and you can really tell they're gonna be something bigger. The AOP's grave was made the day they split from Paul Ellering. I really hope that them and Paul Ellering can find each other like a really cute couple in a 90s chick flick all over again and just be together again. Uh, next, Sasa Banks wants to fight Miko Satamura. So Sasabangas tweeted out saying, Hey, at Mako Satamu, I would like to fess with you. Give me three years and I'll be okay. Uh, yep. I just, just, please, 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 please. I'm not the biggest Sasabangas fan. I've only seen little bits of Mako Satamu, but that'd be an absolutely brilliant, brilliant match. Sasabangas, one of the best modern wrestlers. Mako Satamu, one of the best female wrestlers, one of the best wrestlers, scratch that. One of the best wrestlers of all time, regardless of gender, same as Hussa Banks. Seth would be, that would be an ah, Seth's kiss. Next, Paige says she is not leaving Twitch. Just so you guys know, this is all going to be changed. Paige said about the WWE related graphics behind it. It's going to be changed to Sereya, 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 I don't know, Sereya, Sereya, I don't know, what your name? My real name. We're not going to get rid of our Twitch. We are here to stay. We're not going anywhere. Twitch is our house. Twitch is my house! And the queen of Twitch. There's there no chance in hell that we are getting rid of my stream. We're here. We're here to stay. No, guys. I can keep it. It's a swearer. Swear? Swear? Whatever. Just to change the order, you know what. Um, thank you guys for understanding. I know it's going to be a weird. We could be a little bit weird getting used to swearer. But it is what it is. So obviously the whole WWE sword party thing's stupid. Obviously it's just dumb them banning sword party. And he's just, let's be honest, a lot of that's how a lot of WWE wrestlers pay their checks. Um but it's just stupid. I'm happy Paige is putting her foot down and staying on Twitch. Um so we'll find we'll see a lot of more wrestlers over the coming weeks putting their foot down. There you go, friend. There you go. There you go, friend. There you go. There you go. We'll see. I'm 
so we'll see a lot of other wrestlers uh, over the coming weeks <coughs> putting their foot down and saying, hey WWE, fuck you, I'm still going to use Twits, I'm still going to use Cameo, I'm still going to use Sword Body things, AJ Styles is still using Sword Body things, so uh, AJ Styles son, this doesn't give a fuck. Uh, see, no, I'm going to talk about this on this really sad. Uh, Sage Beckett, a former WWE wrestler in the May Young Classic, has talked about her horrible experience in the WWE May Young Classic. The 2017 May Young Classic competitor tweeted, Oh, how are you doing at the Evolution after you've already lost £140 over the last two years and then do weekly weigh-ins you of you because you need to lose more weight to be marketable and release you on International Women's Day? That is absolutely fucking disgusting. It annoys me that WWE was stupid. Like, we all know that WWE is stupid, though. WWE are scum sometimes. Uh, I don't think they're stupid that, though. And that's just absolutely disgusting, in my opinion. So fuck you, Vince. Fuck you, Triple H, you pedo-hiding bastards. Fire voting dream. Fuck you, WWE. Uh, next... Booker T has talked about Brock Lesnar possibly signing with AEW. The same Booker T that said Bianca Belair is a mighty fan of him. That's be fun. Um, sometimes you just gotta you just get got to step away from the game and leave this. Booker said, "That's my take on it. Brock Lesnar has done so much to do to be. You have to understand the era that Brock comes from." He comes from the era where he is under the dawning tree of Undertaker and guys like Stone Cold Steve Austin. I got a chance to put a little walk in with Brock in his earlier days myself. I just, I think Brock looks at the roster now totally different than he did back then, but I continued. Just imagine the difference if Brock would have come along in this era as opposed to that era. Can you imagine that? Brock would have killed everybody and had a run like Goldberg had back in WCW. There's just very few guys that you can actually believe could beat up Brock Lesnar. No disrespect to anybody out there, but even in my era, there were very few people that he thought could go take him. Minoru Suzuki could absolutely fucking murder Brock Lesnar. Tomohiro Ishii could absolutely fucking murder Brock Lesnar. A lot of the New Japan slash WWE slash AEW slash Ring of Honor roster could beat up Brock Lesnar. Being honest, Brock. Katsuyori Sabata could beat the fuck out of Brock Lesnar. So yeah, Brock, the same. But uh, up next, Miz, good old Mike Mizanin. I love Mike. I think Miz deserves, out of anyone in the WWE roster, I think Miz deserves one more world title run, if you know what I mean. Because he's just brilliant. Uh... Mez has talked about what wrestler he wants to win the belt from. I'm not going to take a sip of tea. Oh. oh, stop it. Oh, I fucking love tea. That's going to sound so weird in the podcast. Uh, Mez and what wrestler he wants to win the belt from. I've been asked that question quite a bit. And it's very easy now that Roman is back. Because Roman Reigns is the poster child. That's true. Whether people like to believe it or not, whether you love him or you hate him, he's the poster of WWE, stated Miz. He is what John Cena was, what Macho Man Randy Savage was, 
he is that guy. And if you don't believe me, look at the call signs. You can see every poster he's front and center. Why is he front and center? Because he's the it factor. Whether you love him or you hate him, he has it. And now if you don't, didn't like Roman Reigns when he, people liked him, now he's Paul Heyman in his pocket. He's the most dangerous, most lethal superstar in all of WWE. If I, and if I wanted even a chance to remotely dethrone him from being that poster child from being Anahan, you take advice that he gave Big Ian talk smack these past two weeks. Oh, Jesus Christ, not that. Um, but yeah. Mez has had the fucking... The nail on the coffin there. Mez has just been absolutely brilliant there. Like, Roman Reigns, if we'd like to admit it or not, is a poster child of WWE. Um, must have been right? Roman is Vince's son, like, we've, uh, let's be honest, Roman is what Shane, Roman is what Vince wanted Shane to be, absolutely brilliant, world class, great wrestler, very, very marketable, and just a Vince, Roman Reigns is just a poster child, Roman Reigns is what The Rock was back in the day, so, yeah, if Miz, set me up for a Miz-Roman feud, it has to be Miz as a face, obviously, I think that'd be fun. I think that'd be very, very fun. Uh, next, Jim Ross should be fired from AEW and here's why. So, AEW All Out. It is the Dark Order. Versus... Versus... Scorpio Sky. Uh, Dustin Rhodes. Matt Cardona. And QT Marshall. Anna J comes out. Member of the Dog Order, everyone knows that. Jim Ross literally says, Did Anna Jay just have a wardrobe malfunction? I really hope she did. Jim Ross, you stupid, senile, pedophile bastard. Fuck you. Fuck you, Jim Ross. You worthless piece of human trash. That is an absolutely disgusting thing to say about a woman. In the world of professional wrestling. And not only in the world of professional wrestling, in your own fucking locker room. That is ab, in your own company, that is absolutely disgusting. And this isn't the first time, it's just him messing up lines, him getting people confused with other people, him being slightly racist, him being sexist, him saying disgusting things about women. He's a scumbag, he's just, just be fired from WWE. So he just doesn't deserve to be a wrestler, to be in professional wrestling. There was no, there was absolutely no room for a piece of human trash like Jim Ross in 2020. And those jokes unfortunately got through in the 80s or the 60s, whenever that prick commentated. That's just, 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 just absolutely disgusting. And it annoys me that Jim Ross is even allowed, even near professional wrestling in 2020. It's just absolutely disgusting. And I, just, I, just, I, just, I hope AEW take action. I know Excalib is a pedophile. I know Justin Roberts is a pedophile. And they've taken no action. And it's just it's that lack of humanity that is putting me off AEW so get your act together Tony Khan you worthless money grabbing bastard 
fuck you, Chris Jericho. Now to finish the podcast, and I know we have a wrestler profile of one of my favourite wrestlers, Vader Scott. She is from Providence, Rhode Island. She is the series one, the AIW Women's Championship, the AIW Tag Team Championship with Gregory Iron, another very underrated wrestler, the DDT Pro Iron Man Heavyweight title, the belt that I think I've probably won once. I think everyone is on it. The FWE Women's Championship, the Legacy Wrestling Women's Championship, and that's it. If you want to talk about underrated, if you want to talk about a wrestler that's always more plodding, so what she's done during her era, Vader Scott. I mean, ow, ow, I mean, ow. I've been Damien Craig from, from Damien Beck's Wrestling Podcast. I'm currently eating a Jambi Dodge. Stay safe, wear a mask, support your local indie, accept Rev Pro. Fuck Rev Pro. Fuck Rev Pro. Peace out, ladies and gentlemen. I love every single one here. Bye.